You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. So Karen Mueller is, she heads up the uh, the Amos Center for Liberty and Justice, as I started with. And uh, I did a, a really good interview with her. It is almost a, an hour long. So I'm just going to go ahead and go right to that interview and cross my fingers that this technology nonsense is going to stop and that this episode will will work for you. My guest today is a very special guest, attorney Karen Mueller, who is the founder of the Amos Center for Justice and Liberty. And um, by the end of our conversation, you're going to have a good, good idea of exactly what that is and what the mission is. So Karen, first of all, welcome to the Patriot Review, and thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I really appreciate that. It's a it's a real honor. And why don't we start out with just what motivated you to to found uh, Amos, and what is the mission that you would like people to participate in? Because this is this is all about action steps, right? This isn't just about going and and reading something and sitting back down on your couch and just letting things go by. Uh, you're yeah, very that- that that would be a disaster if that's all we did is to read and then sit down and go that's awful um this is the clarion call of our generation and those behind us even certainly behind my generation um we have to do something we have to stand up and we have to do it right now um i am uh, um as you can see i have white hair i should be retired uh could be um but three years ago after the pandemic the so-called pandemic started, um, I saw the constitutional rights being violated. And rather than uh, end my solo practice, um, I decided to start the Amos Center for Justice and Liberty. And that is a uh, pro bono, or it's a, uh, it's a public uh, nonprofit uh, law firm and the goal is to vindicate the rights of those who are vulnerable in whatever stage. And right now that happens to be the unborn and it happens to be those who have been killed in the hospitals. And it's those who have been killed by the so-called vaccines, which I prefer to call bioweapons because that is what they were created to be. And we have a huge problem in this country. And a good part of it is the fact that the truth hasn't gotten out, and the truth hasn't gotten out because we have a deep state that has prevented that. They have themselves done much of the censoring and the propaganda, which is outrageous, and in my book, that's treason. Uh, the operations that, uh, of our federal government have been turned against the American people, and the American people need to stand up, and they need to do it very quickly or I think it's pretty much all over for America. Yeah, so. I can't, I can't, um, I can't echo that enough. I mean, I've been calling the vaccine a bioweapon for a long, long time. And mm-hmm. when, when I listen to you discussing this, it makes me, it, it makes me say, you know, that I think Americans are, have been comfortable in believing that you know, their normalcy bias is exactly reality. And they, they tend not to, really look into things or find facts for themselves they listen to the lapdog media the propagandists that are not only not only enabling this but but uh 
contributing to it and 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 in a really accelerating mm -hmm. speed in many different ways. So go and ahead. Can I just say it's more than enabling? They right. are culpable. They are criminally culpable for what has gone on here because they are part of the conspiracy. And I know a lot of people love to laugh and say, oh, another conspiracy theorist. Right. And I would like everybody to sober up and go, are they aware that criminal conspiracies are chargeable under the law? Because that is what has happened here. It's most likely the largest criminal conspiracy this nation and probably the world has ever seen. And it involves our state and our federal governments. Well, and what makes it so urgent is that today's today's times we're living in are actually probably, well, definitely, in my opinion, the, the worst days, the most dangerous days that humanity has ever seen because there is no United States to come to the rescue of, of all the other countries of the planet and Western civilization specifically against this. They're participators in it. They are, they are now against their own people. And um, there's, I'm, there's I'm so no, glad you said that. You're you're right on. Yeah, I, I believe that, and uh, with all my heart. And I I think that, you know, you use the word treason. Of course, everybody, you know, they don't. I don't think even understand the history or the definition of treason. And I'm working on putting together a six part docu series called High Treason, and it deals with these uh, the history of treason first, and then it goes to five different episodes of specific things that have happened over the past five years. And, and how that's shaking out. And I say that to support what you said earlier, that people, the, the time for action is now. And so many, so many folks are wrapped up in their own little worlds and what they're doing. And um, the instant gratification society, I would call it, that they don't understand that not only are they going to lose freedoms for themselves, but freedom for all humanity if they allow the, the World Health Organization and and uh, the World Economic Forum and UN Agenda 2030 and all these things, the evil is there on black and white on the screen to see or on paper to read, just as it was in the book Mein Kampf in the late 1930s. They not only are enacting this plan, they're proud of it, and they state exactly what they're going to do, don't they? They very much do, and you are right again regarding this is right out of the playbook of the Nazis right down to the propaganda, uh, the Ministry of Truth, um, and uh, those types of things. I can tell you that this uh, cabal, uh, this uh, grand event, um, could not have taken place without the help of SISA, uh, uh, which is an organization that was supposedly started um, it was a sub-agency out of the Department of Homeland Security, and we were told that it was supposed to make sure that uh, look outward towards America's enemies and make sure there was no interference with elections for the beginning. And they were the ones that were doing it. So they before, were actually, I, I have the proof of that. So before we go into that, what does CISA stand for? Uh, that would be cyber cyber infrastructure. Um, yeah, Cybersecurity Infrastructure Services Agency, I believe. It's okay. a mouthful. Yeah. So, it, you know, they like to use acronyms for everything, don't they? But Right. So, so what people, if, so you can be called a, a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist just like I am. 
But again, if people only look at the evidence now, just this week, just yesterday, last night, it came out that France has now passed a law that they can just turn on your, your phones and watch your video and listen to your microphone at any time they want to. Right. And, um, you know, that extends to other devices. And I think we were duped as a nation under the Patriot Act after 9-11 and we just willingly gave up our freedoms without really understanding that we have the same type of power-hungry government. There are, there are players within our, our own government who I have no doubt are mm -hmm. using our devices against us. And, uh, you know, so it's... It's very dangerous times, but you are you are on the forefront of actually fighting, you know the the uh, the tyranny in specific ways that revolve around COVID. As you first mentioned, you know what your yeah. what your uh, uh, nonprofit was about. Mm -hmm. Where can people go to learn more about that? Um, well, they can go to amoscenterforjustice.org, and uh, that's my website. And um, you can go there and get more information about uh, what we have been doing. Um, the first thing that we did in this fight was within 30 days of the election steal, I filed an original action with the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. And I asked them to take the case um, on the grounds that it affected everybody in Wisconsin and that um, the federal government through SISA had interfered in the elections. And um, that job was supposed to be, under our constitution, left to the states to determine the place and the manner and those types of things. And that by, um, uh, SISA actually sent out the guidelines that uh, encouraged every election official in the 50 states uh, to start using the absent absentee ballot drop boxes, which made it, if you've watched uh, the 2000 mules, you know that without those boxes, they would have had nowhere to drop them into. And so the absentee ballot drop boxes became key to making sure that there was a never ending supply of ballots that could be taken at will and brought into um, the counting rooms when needed. And yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah, so in the election years, again, we're called conspiracy theorists, but right. we all we know as just as a statement yeah. of fact that our federal constitution says that there there can be no changes to the elections unless it's legislated. It's a legislative branch, and our state constitutions, as far as I know, all of our state constitutions say something similar to that. Is that is that correct? Right. Or am I off on that? No, that, that is correct. Um, and uh, for anybody that wants to say, well, there's another election conspiracy theorist, I would say I brought the receipts. And you can see them on my um, on my web uh, site. I've got that case uh, posted that went back um, uh, in, um, what, where, where are we dealing, to, uh, 2020, uh, when I brought the case. And um, I brought the proof. Too. You can see it in the exhibits. You can see that SISA actually wrote the guidelines and then they were sent out through national nonprofits. They used the national nonprofits and then they went down uh, through there and they went to the election um, in Wisconsin. They went to the Wisconsin Election uh, Commission and then they rewrote the guidelines, made them their own and sent them out to our 72 counties. 
And that's how uh, we came to have over 500 boxes in Wisconsin when they were illegal. And then it was right. our own Robin Voss that said that they were legal when nobody else in the state knew better than they were illegal than our own Speaker of the House. Well, I'm, glad you brought, I'm glad you brought him up because what people need to realize on both the state level and the federal level is that you know these people are part of a uniparty. No more, no more is there really a two-party system in, in the United States of America. It's it's all it's all showmanship. It's this party mm-hmm. did something terrible. The other party, you know, mouths off a little bit about it and acts upset, and then it just goes away. There's no action or accountability uh, right. in the in the government. And you know, not that I not that I believe there ever ever really was to an extent, but. At this point in time, I mean, either you play the game and be part of the uniparty or you are destroyed, whether you are a politician or you are a physician or you are a, a, a parent who's concerned about what their kids are learning in school, be a school the school mom and have your door knocked down by the FBI, a militarized Gestapo-esque uh, agency, you know, and so you you do bring the proof proof and um i think that there are there are facts that can be stated about the election mm-hmm. and even in wisconsin i think the number was over seven hundred thousand people on the voter rolls that should not have been there and of course those names are used to mm-hmm. get the person across the line they want right mm-hmm. the simplest way i had to prove that trump actually won was simply to look at the vote in milwaukee Um, Because using their own numbers as to what percentage um, of uh, the votes went to Biden versus Trump um, that were delivered to the absentee ballot drop boxes, um, if you do the the math, you find that Trump most likely won Milwaukee County by 60,000 votes. And it doesn't get any more simple than that. You use their numbers and you come up with uh, those changes. Because what the law actually required us to do was to not count any of the votes that went into those illegal boxes. And yet they remained out there. Um, In that particular case I brought in a four to three decision, the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court refused to hear it. Uh, But if we fast forward a year, um, the uh, will brought the case, and um, they uh, they bought it. They brought it just at the circuit court level, and it went up through the Supreme Court without all of the information that I had in there about SISA and uh, the Department of Homeland Security. And then they decided just on that issue, and uh, they said yes, the boxes were illegal, and yes, the guidelines were illegal. They mm-hmm. never should have been used in Wisconsin. And so you can take that one to the bank. Um, but SISA, then um, once the election was over and Biden was secure in office, then SISA turned its sights on the problem that the deep state had with vaccine hesitancy. And they became the uh, forefront propagandists and censors. And they were busy making sure that social media was uh, censoring American citizens. And again, this is a a United States government agency that is doing this and it is outrageous. And everybody, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, you ought to be outraged. 
right that that has occurred mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and and what people need to realize i always explain it like this and and you can tell me what you think of it is that you know the the american people who are patriots and who believe in our our founding values and principles and our constitution are at the center of this spider web and you need to understand i think that we we can talk about so many topics because all of them are are the weapons of tyranny whether it's covid and the mandates and the shots uh, the, the population thinners is what they really are the bioweapons whether it's yeah. the protocols i just released in may a documentary called breaking the oath with the story of grace shara and it goes into that in detail and it goes into the whole new world order concept but COVID is one strand, and then there's the media as another strand, and then there's censorship and the violation of First Amendment rights. And then there's also our education system. And yes. part of the big problem is people aren't standing up for their rights because they don't even know, a lot of them don't even know what the Constitution says. Uh, right. Right? So so we have, we have mm -hmm. a, a lot to do in a short time to do it, as you mm -hmm. said. Now, the case you mentioned before was that the the gall versus aurora case that you talked about with me uh do you right. want to share information about that too yes that's the one where um uh a man by the name of john zingzyme was in the hospital in waukesha county and um he was dying he was uh, subjected to the code of uh the covid protocol coming out of the federal government um and uh so they were withholding ivermectin and um, other care that would have helped him, and instead were trying to give him the remdesivir and the baricitinib and uh, the drugs that were going to harm him and get him on a ventilator, which they ultimately did. And so he had a power of attorney for health care, and his uh, nephew, Alan Gall, uh, uh, was that agent, and uh, he had contacted me. He had also contacted uh uh, Ralph Larigo, who is an attorney out of uh, New York who had done these before. I had not, and I ended up being local counsel, And uh, but he was running the case. And uh, so we won the case at the circuit court level. And uh, so John Zingzyme was going to get the ivermectin, except before the order uh, could be carried out, um, the appeals court, second district in Wisconsin, uh, took the case and they stayed the order. And so they stopped John Zingzyme from getting life potentially life-saving treatment. Mm -hmm. And uh, to make a, a long story a little shorter, I'll just speed up and go. Um, a year later, we got that decision out of the appeals court and they basically said that the substantive rights that were found in the power of attorney for healthcare document, which our legislature wrote, was only informative and instructive. So where in the power of attorney document, it says you have the right to refuse treatment you don't want, and you also have the right to receive necessary medical treatment that's being withheld from you. The appeals court said, no, that's just instructive and informative. And so they reversed the circuit court judge's order. And so again, we fast forward and I was able to appeal it to the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. We had oral argument this past January and um, a couple months ago, the decision came out. And what they basically did is they said, they basically, I had three different arguments as to why the, the judge had the authority to do what he did. 
And they said, we don't have to deal with her arguments. We're going to set those aside. And we're going to just, you know, they narrowly tailored an, um, a ruling and said that the circuit court judge didn't properly document his reasons. And so basically on a technicality, they upheld the appellate court's decision. Now you may just, I, I realize there's a lot of legal stuff in there, but for the average person, what that means is your power of attorney probably doesn't mean anything. The documents that our legislature wrote to give you the right to direct your care, even if you're unconscious through your agent, most likely it doesn't mean anything anymore. And the only way that I can see around that is to amend the statute. And I have written a proposed um, uh, amendment that should take care of it uh, because this should have never happened that way, but it did. And so when there's a problem, legislators with court rulings, legislators, of course, have the authority to step in and go, in this case, no, we really did mean it. People have these rights. And so um, that's one of the things that I'm going to be talking about and have been talking about already, but we're having a conference uh, in Waukesha and that is on August 12th. It's an all day conference. We're gonna be talking about all of the life issues, these very critical life issues. And that is one of them. And I would encourage people uh, to try to come to that. And, uh, um, but uh, I'm, I, again, I have proposed legislation. If people would take that, go to their legislators and say, I want you to fix this because now we don't know what our rights are when we go into the hospitals, we're gonna assume that we could be killed. And because people have been killed. Well, they sure and, have um, and if your legislature, numbers. if your legislator says, no, I don't care about that. I would say that people need to look them in the eye and say, you don't care about that. You don't care about me, my family. I will be recalling you at the earliest possible legal you know, the, the earliest possible time that it is legal to do that, I will recall you. And that needs to go on all around this state. Yes, yeah, all around the country. You. Um, no, well, this, this is germane to Wisconsin. This case, yeah, I understand. But, yeah, yeah, I understand. But it need, the same type of uh, demand for accountability needs to happen across the country is what I'm saying. Um, right, right. So I watched that, that the, the Supreme Court, I watched uh, you, your testimony, I watched that whole thing. And folks, I was absolutely appalled by what I saw there. Uh, everything was just politicized. And it was, everything that you were saying was was ignored. And they basically, the, the, the left-leaning folks on the, on the court, uh, as I stated before, with the Uniparty, you know, they they basically ignore what you said and they parroted the lines that they were supposed to parrot, and they got the result they already knew they were gonna they were gonna get before you you even went there, and it's disgusting to watch. And I I, you know, I talked about it on my show in January, and um, it, you know, it uh, it actually made me sick for. You know, I, it's something that I couldn't get out of my mind because what I saw was so blatant. And I always ask people, just use the common sense litmus test. When you see stuff like that, you're seeing tyranny in action. When you see 
all these reports of of people of athletes in, in their prime dying. And uh, just yesterday, there was a 41-year-old model that got the shot, and she blamed the shot for her health conditions, and she passed away. And it's all over the place, yet the mm-hmm. media is doing their job, the mainstream media doing their job to lie about it and cover it up and call us crazy. So I want to talk about your event. You said uh, you said that it was August 12th, right? Yes. It's going to be at the um, Waukesha Expo Center, okay. and um, we would love to fill the place. I think we've got some great speakers. Um, as you know, we're also dealing with the issue of the unborn in uh, Wisconsin because we have a statute that's hundred um, uh, over 100 years old, and uh, it actually uh, was written in, I believe, 1849. Um, so it was a year after Wisconsin became a state. And back then what they did is they, uh, they drew on the common law and they made abortion illegal. And they also went on, and this is very important for everybody to understand, in subsection six of that statute, it says that every unborn child is a human being from conception. That statute is so important in protecting the unborn because in my mind, it gives them civil rights and constitutional rights. And yet what we have going on here right now, the decision came out yesterday and uh, the judge in the um, call case is uh, said they're not going to dismiss the case and that uh, he is able to go on um, and his mission is to destroy that statute. And so that is one of the things that we're going to be dealing with at the conference. I've got a great speaker, national speaker, Seth Gruber coming. Um, And he's very dynamic and um, um, is exhorting the church to stand up and to defend Uh life. Good luck. Um, And my main main statement has been for the past uh, year is why should we be surprised that they're killing people in hospitals that the American public is being experimented upon like their lab rats uh, with um, bioweapons when we spent 50 years killing the unborn in the womb. we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there, and um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone, and it was, it was just a horrific sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. 
that one person step foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media coming to you from the land of common sense an American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hey, we'll get back to the interview in just a sec. I just wanted to share with you some exciting news. We are going live with The Daily Show at 9 a.m. coming July 25th. And I've got some more news on that that'll be coming out. I can't do until after the 18th or on the 18th. So I will be giving you exact uh, details about a brand new channel that we are part of the daily lineup of. And I'm really excited about that. Of course, I'm excited, excited to go live um, on RamTV.live as well, Right America Media, which I'm already a part of. But uh, right now we just do the weekly Sunday night show and they actually show that on Monday. So we'll be switching to doing uh, live shows on two regular channels as well as the live streaming on Rumble and CloudHub. Now today's, uh, thanks for sticking with me, today's episode started out a little rocky because of some macros that were, were not running properly. So, um, but that's the nature of live TV. And I wanted to share this with you as well. This is the poster for the 
um, event that Karen and I are, are discussing in the interview. And you can check this out on her website, which we'll remind you of in the uh, near the end of the interview. And I have in the show description below for you. So check that out. Also, some stuff coming up. I have an event that's coming up. Uh, you can go to America First Productions. It's number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. Sign up for what's going to be a series of events that deals with human trafficking. I've got... Uh, a lot going on, but you'll soon get some details as to dates and who's going to be really uh, presenting in those. So stay tuned for that. Again, it's AmericaFirstProductions.com. And um, I also, if you are interested in taking some of your retirement money and your investment money and uh, turning it into physical gold and or silver, you can head over to my affiliate page, KirkElliottPhD.com. It's two L's and two T's. KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review. Get all kinds of great deals there. You can get, um, you know, some good financial advice as well. So check that out. Uh, also, one last thing before we go back to the interview, Breaking the Oath, the documentary that uh, you just saw the trailer for, the first of spots of the ads there. Uh, that documentary is free. It is available at AmericaFirstProductions.com. It's also on my Patriot Review website, which is RedBloodedPatriots.com. And again, it's free. But if you want some additional comments, you can get the or content. You can get some director's edition content. Uh, you can pay uh, $19.99 using the code AmericaFirst with the number one ST, AmericaFirst. And for $19.99, you get to download the documentary, share it. You get to uh, have access to exclusive content, longer interviews. And uh, there'll soon be a director's story behind the story uh, on there as well. And you get some discounts on some great merchandise. So please check those things out. I just wanted to uh, uh, interject those few things in the center of the show. Hopefully you're back, you're seated and you're ready to continue with the interview. And uh, here we go. Again, the common sense you, test. I mean, you yeah. talk you talk about why Planned Parenthood was was put in place. You know, uh, yeah. Margaret Sanger wanted to deep, wanted to basically kill the blacks off. Very extremely yes. racist reasons. Yeah, were unbelievable. And yep. um, and, and you know that's then they were they've been successful. If you look at the numbers, right? I mean, that's that's very very slanted towards the. Uh, the blacks, uh, you know, and they've been killing babies for a long time now. So, mm -hmm. um, and, and I think for various reasons. Yeah, I, I think the uh, organs, um, uh, more evil than I even want to think about. There yeah. is going on, um, and uh, so we need to stand up for life. We need to think about our alternatives um, to killing babies. Uh, the life of the mother excuse is a legal and medical fiction, and it has been. Um, this is nothing new. They've been lying about it. The mm -hmm. Roe v. Mm -hmm. language is gone. It is dead. And we need to call people up when they continue to talk about a woman's right to choose, because that language is gone. And those babies, at least in the state of Wisconsin, have a constitutional right to life. And we need to fight right now. We shouldn't wait a year and then go, oh, that's too bad we lost that, you know, that statute that protected them. If we don't fight now, we should just sit down later on because there's nothing, we're never going to get that back. This right. statute protects them. 
right on a, now. And on a pure constitutional basis, that was Roe versus Wade should have never existed. It never should have had that that victory because those are decisions that are supposed to be at the state level constitutionally. And, that's right. And, and when, that's what they've done. They yeah. overturned Roe v. Wade and look yeah. at the mess we have at the state level. Right. And I think there was a decision that uh, we can fight this out at the at the state level and we can win. And uh, we have a new justice that is coming on in August, and she oh. has promised um, to bring back abortions. Yeah. And I am saying those babies on that, they have a constitutional right to live. And we need to be discussing that. And that is exactly. not being part of the narrative because people continue to think, oh, women have a right to kill. No, women don't have a right to kill. Women have a right to life. Their babies have a right to life. And neither one of them has a right to kill the, each other. Right. And so um, anyway, we're going to cover that topic. We're going to cover um, the protocols, the deadly protocols that yes. are coming out of the federal government. And uh, this is coming out through CMS. Um, I have medical people that are uh, pouring over the records. We have a number of clients and uh, we believe that we can prove murder and we are going to prove murder. Well, that's what it is. And it's also and, treason. You and I talked yesterday briefly and it's also treason, right? I mean, it's, they're subverting the, the exact document that they swear an oath to uphold and defend from enemies, foreign and domestic, right? It doesn't, it, it doesn't get any worse than this murdering your own citizens. Well, when you're talking about the United States government and its different agencies and what they have done, I would say we have CMS that is writing protocols um, that they are forcing the hospitals to make a choice. If you don't want to get reimbursed, then do whatever you want. But if you want to get reimbursed, mm -hmm. you will follow our protocols. And I am going to prove that those protocols will lead to the death and have led to the death of countless Americans. That's one thing. That's with CMS. Then I've already mm -hmm. talked about SISA, the censoring yeah. arm and the propaganda arm. And basically, they wouldn't have been able to get as many people as they did to take the shots and to ignore the voices of people saying that people are being killed in the hospitals without SISA, well, without the deep state. Right. And then we of have the vaccine. Then we have the so-called vaccines that our own uh, Department of Defense. Uh, FDA, Health and Human Services. These agencies need to be ended. Yes. And the leadership needs to be prosecuted. Yes, exactly. Exactly. What evil, what evil monsters. Again, you know, most you know, people, yeah, I'm sorry. Again, you know, the common sense test where if you look at uh, this whole issue and you have to, you have to, even the people who watch the mainstream media have to admit that the mainstream media made it a point to attack ivermectin, a medicine that had been around for 65 years, is safe and effective, proven so, a Nobel award-winning medication that the National Institute of Health has as a treatment option on number two under remdesivir. That's uh, remdesivir lift, listing tons of side effects, a, a history of a 53 to 56% fatality rate when it was used in Africa, Fauci knew about it. He still insisted upon it. And that, folks, is murder. That, folks, is genocide. Those are crimes against humanity. And, right. and we have the right to choose as another issue that we could talk about. 
uh, that was uh, taken away from pe from people, and and uh, these victims were just allowed to die without the right, the legal right to try. And um, uh, again, they weren't allowed to die; they were murdered. Murdered, yes. And, and I exactly. and I. Um, I'm sorry to be picky about that, but the evidence that I have no, I agree with it. shows that many of these people were put down like dogs yes. and their families were tortured. And, and somebody still are being needs tortured. to be held accountable. I, I get, because of breaking the oath, I get emails from people and comments that I respond to uh, of people who are just devastated. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, People, their attention span seems to be non-existent. They, oh, I'm tired of hearing about that. I don't they, don't, they don't seem to think things through and understand how they're going to be personally affected by allowing this to continue to go on. And it's almost, it makes me um, very frustrated and sad to think that people have to be personally affected before they wake up. We can. We're intelligent beings. We can see. We can. We can see the evidence. We can research it, and yet we are extremely selfish. More selfish than I think, as Americans, we've ever been in history. And uh, as long as it doesn't affect us personally, it seems that we're allowed just to sit by the sidelines and and not to speak up. And I think part of that may be fear. And you look at January sixth. I call that the Amer the American Rice Dog Fire. Because that mm -hmm. was nothing more than an operation to put fear into people for speaking up, and um, sure. so anyway, well, I got your I got your flyer up here, and I want to go through this. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. life matters. Um, you say on this flyer, and I'm going to put this on my website too, folks, so you can get it there under resources. Um, it's quite black and white. Every life matters, and you have you mentioned Seth Gruber already. You have Attorney Tricia Lindsay. Lindsay, probably, huh? Yep, uh, she's a civil rights attorney out of New York. And each one of these people's civil rights were violated yes. in the hospital. And I would also go so far as to say the people who were given the um, the shots without informed consent, their, uh, their civil rights were also violated. Whether they were injured or not, their civil rights were violated because they did not give consent you cannot give yeah. consent when you are being lied to. Well, that came out of the Nuremberg trials in Nazi Germany. Right. Is right. And, and we talk about that in Breaking the Oath as well. And doctor, well, first of all, for those of you who are just new to the show, we had a different doctor that was originally supposed to be part of that. And after I had spent two months working on getting everything I needed from him and footage and everything else and uh, getting that edited and all set, he texts me one day with out of the blue, just saying, pull me out of the project now. And what happened is he was gotten to, he was threatened. He was, mm -hmm. he was bullied mm -hmm. into not speaking up. And mm -hmm. uh, so we got another doctor in who happened to be a pediatrician. She went and she was invited by Ron Johnson to testify before the Senate. And, and uh, she pulls out Dr. Moon, she pulls out the, the insert of the package, which is, completely blank so you 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 can have informed consent because there's no information there to inform you of and so it doesn't pass the the legal test of informed consent in any way by any stretch of the imagination and that is without a doubt criminal is it not yes absolutely that's basically a battery it's been always been a battery 
if a nurse comes into your hospital room and wants to give you a shot and you say, no, don't give me the shot, and she does anyway, she's committed a battery. Mm -hmm. Well, folks, I know that, you know, there's a lot of people competing for your dollar today, but if you want to, if you want to support somebody and an organization that is actually doing God's work, then this is certainly one of them. And before we, before we wrap it up here in about five minutes, I'm, I'm going to give you some time to put your closing uh, comments in there. And again, please list every place that people can go to, to contribute and, and find and participate even more importantly in this whole mission, you know, and, um, so you, you have this conference again. It's August 12th. It's in Waukesha, mm -hmm. Wisconsin. The flyer mm -hmm. will be on my website. It's on yours. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to just go through the other person here, uh, and I'll probably not say his name right, but Pastor Sharam Hayden. Is that, is that Hayden. Mm -hmm. Hayden? Okay. Yep. So let's talk yep. about him a little bit. Well, I've brought, uh, I've known him for a number of years now. Um, uh, Pastor Hayden um, was raised in, um, in, um, well, he was born in Iran, and he and his family fled uh, the uh, just before the Ayatollah took over. Uh, mm. They had the revolution in, in Iran, and he and his family came, and I think they settled in the state of Washington. And uh, he was uh, a witness, too, in his uh, early years, and he converted to Christianity, and he became a pastor, and and um, he has the truth and love ministry, and uh, he speaks out about all of these issues. Uh, but at the conference, he is going to talk about his own personal experience and how he almost lost his wife in the hospital, and he believes they were trying to kill her. And so he is going to be speaking on that topic. Um, I will be speaking, as you can see, I can talk on a number of topics um, about all of this and bring people up to speed uh, where they um, have some dark spots. Um, also, I will be talking about calls to action and, and what people need to do. And this really is the time for standing up and doing stuff. Um, but I appreciate you mentioning, mentioning the financial need too. Um, Amos Center for Justice, I started that three years ago the name Amos comes from a book of the Bible, a minor prophet, and God was angry at his people, the nation of Israel, because they no longer provided justice. And that is what the Amos Center is about, is providing justice. And right now we have a lot of clients who happen to be widows. There's maybe a widower or two, mm -hmm. but for the most part, they're widows. And they're being ignored. Their voices aren't being heard. But their loved ones, mainly their husbands, were killed in the hospital. And they would, and most of them walked in there, and they would have been fine had it not been for the protocols right. that were used on them that came out of our federal government. And this is outrageous. And, With full knowledge um, that they are meant to kill. I mean, that's absolutely. We have proof. We have proof. In, in certain cases, we can see from the healthcare records, there was a decision to kill. And um, that should make everybody's blood run cold. Um, uh, it is illegal to euthanize anybody in the state of Wisconsin. We don't have assisted suicide. We have been uh, a majority of the people who have uh, believed in life and supported life 
And we can't let that slip away because we can see what's going on in other states. Who wants to live in new California, which is yeah, what Wisconsin's right. going to become. Right. And, and so I would just say um, Amos Center has great financial needs because we are leading the fight in Wisconsin. We have been trying and I need to hire attorneys. Uh, we need to grow exponentially to be able to bring the kind of case that we need to bring on behalf of these widows. And that is going to take resources. And so part of the conference is for purposes of information. And it's also for the purpose of raising litigation funds. It's for a legal offense fund so that we can operate where we need to operate to move forward with these cases. And Wisconsin has historically been kind of the leader the first state to do many things, you know, one of them that pops to mind just because of my past career was workers' compensation in 1911. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. in other ways, so when, when people listen to you and they, they hear, you know, this is about the state of Wisconsin, it really is about much more because mm -hmm. you can set a precedent, right? And you can absolutely, you can do that. So, so please contribute, even if you're not in Wisconsin, because it certainly is, is a worthy cause. And I think if you go to the, go to the website, you'll, you'll definitely, you'll definitely see that's true um mm -hmm. one one other thing i wanted to add is just another spider web that I, that I think is probably the most important one and that is i i say repeatedly that the the real victims the real true victims of all of this coming at us from all directions are our own children and grandchildren no matter what topic you talk about it will in the end affect children so yeah. So, you know, I, I beg people to, to, to remember that and to think about what legacy they want to leave. Is there a better legacy to leave than freedom for your children and grandchildren? No. No. Yeah. So if nothing else motivates you, take that one to heart and, uh, and join, join in this yeah. cause. And, uh, again, yeah. uh, I'm going to give you just a closing opportunity. Just say what you want and, uh, and uh, direct people, if you will, though, to your website again. Yeah, thank you. Um, your your remarks about the children, um, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm certainly well beyond retirement age, and I wouldn't be doing this um, if it didn't matter um, for my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. Um, this is heartbreaking what is going on. When you find out what our federal government is involved in, everybody should be outraged, and everybody should be demanding that our representatives do something and yet they sit there and they take in money and do nothing to help the people and uh, we have to have changes and these changes need to come very quickly. I ran for Attorney General of Wisconsin a year ago only to stand up and let people know what was going on. A year ago I was saying they're killing people in the hospitals and yet it's still going on and has gone on and more victims. And um, uh, much of this goes back to the agency Health and Human Services. As far as I can see, one of the top three most evil organizations in our federal government should be completely eradicated. Most people are not aware that the gender transitioning originated in health and human services, and I can prove that too. Um, for anybody that wants to dispute me on that, I can bring the proof um, and show you 
uh, how this was done. They made it look like it was a grassroots change. Mm -hmm. This came right out of Health and Human Services. And um, again, they gave the grants to start mutilating these children and destroying their lives. And eventually they're all going to be destroyed. And I'd be so um, very interested again, in having you back just to talk about that issue specifically. Yeah. That's huge. Yep, it is huge. It is huge. What is going on? Um, another thing is the organ transplant mm -hmm. uh, program. All of this is coming out of Health and Human Services. Why do we have that agency? Why? Let's get rid of it. Well, there are so um, many layers. You Department know, of Education. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Get rid of it. Why do we right. have it? Exactly. Um, this goes against what our founders said. Um, they had enumerated powers and everything else was reserved onto the states. And now the states um, are having to, um, we are like the puppets and uh, we have the puppeteers who are these national nonprofits that are being funded through our federal government and other organizations, Big Pharma, what have you, Bill Gates. And uh, we have a real mess and we need to clean it up. And I don't think it's going to happen short of litigation. And maybe the litigation won't help, but somebody has to try something. And so that's where I'm coming from. Right. Yeah. Um, so again, it's amoscenterforjustice.org. You can get tickets to our event there. Um, you can also go to Eventbrite if you don't go to the website. And uh, please share the information with your family and friends and wake people up because now is the time. A year from now, we aren't going to have time because the pretender in chief is ready to give away the sovereignty of this nation to the World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, it's all over. If you think right. that they controlled us during this so-called pandemic, just wait till you see what they do with the next one. We are 10 days away from the Fed coin. Um, in in you know if if we go digital currency it it is all over as well because they will control you voted for president trump well guess what you're not going to buy groceries you know i mean i wouldn't put anything past them that sounds like maybe an extreme example but all you have to do is look at look at the facts that have that have been um so blatantly shown to us look and, at what we can prove yeah and you know i just say that uh, you're doing god's work and that's what I like to think I'm doing as well. And we need more people to stand up and mm -hmm. proclaim their, their faith and to, mm -hmm. and to be warriors for, for truth and justice. And uh, also for what, you know, God intended us to have and be. And the last thing I'll say, and, and I'll let you close it is just that um, as Americans, we have had things better than any other people in any time in history and um we're gonna we're at the cusp of losing all of that and i think that today's show is another demonstration of that fact and um i, I think that if you are silent my my profession was safety and, and environmental compliance just so you understand where i'm coming from if you yeah. are are silent in this you are complicit in it silence is acceptance in this and you have to you have to look at your faith and your conscience and ask yourself, do you want to be complicit in any of this? And um, if your answer is no, then you need to stand up and you need to go and you need to support, you know, uh, this yeah. this conference, this your your legal fund, uh, other people, people like me, 
all of us who are are part of this to try to stop this need support and um, that includes financial support mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i i would just say um to to finish um regarding the donation end of it if um, people know that they can't go to uh, the event. There is a donate button, a separate donate button on our website where you can donate to. Um, but I wanted to say um, regarding what you are doing, I thank you for, for doing this. And, uh, and uh, you are doing such an important job here because you are going around the will of the United States government, which wants to censor truth tellers. And... Um, uh, and people like you are going around the mainstream media, which are nothing but liars and are co-conspirators in this unimaginable nightmare that has fallen over America. And um, they need to be held accountable, too, for the lies, for the propaganda that they have put out there. And, and um, thank you to you well, and others like you that are trying to get the truth out because I can't get anything out without people like yourself because I'm shut down. Even when I ran for attorney general, I was shadow banned um, well, because sure. they did yeah. not want to want the truth to get out. That's, that's not, so a thank surprise. you. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. And it's, it's just my, you know, my way of doing what I need to do. And, and I started out quite honestly doing it because I needed to do it for myself. So I needed it. I need. It's almost a form of therapy for me that I get to to release my anxiety about all this stuff. So, but I but I am serious. I'd love to get on your calendar to talk about some of the other stuff we talked about because it's really hard to to really pack in everything in a short time like this. And yeah. um, you know maybe we could also talk about action steps uh, when I have you back too because um, that's that's the important part. I think people feel. That maybe would act, don't know how to mm-hmm. act, and they feel helpless, mm-hmm. and, and we need to address that as well. So thank you yep. so much yep. for what you're doing and for being here. Yep. And and um, so there you have it, an excellent interview. She was a great uh, guest, and Karen, you can follow her over on uh, the Amos website, which is in the description below. Please check that out. Go to that event if you can. Maybe donate if you can't or both. That would be greatly appreciated. My next project that is going to be coming out, um, man, I don't know, but uh, this one's this one is is on the burner right now. Children of Tyranny and the War Against Parents' Rights. It will be a documentary about how parents' rights have just been absolutely attacked the past few years, and um, it's getting uglier as as we go here. So that documentary is going to be produced under America First Productions. You can go to America Number One STProductions.com, check out everything there. Watch Breaking the Oath for free, and um, check out what I have going on in addition to that. And also, I wanted to mention that if you have a Frank Social account, or even if you don't, you can get premium content if you create a profile of your own, and if you subscribe to mine for three bucks a month, you get extra content and uh, some subscriber only stuff three bucks a month is a cup of coffee i'd really appreciate your support if you'd um, if you'd like to support me that's uh, something that uh, you can help me continue to grow continue to put out the message continue to put out documentaries that are truthful and uh, fight against what we have going on here today i'll be back sunday as always at 4 p.m central i hope you join me and we will see you then